this is a noisy courtyard-ish. We're we're at the the, uh, the Oxford Arms, etc. Theatre. This is very 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 good limbering up for Edinburgh, isn't it? Yes. So and I'm with Ariella Ariel Eshed of Tic Charlotte Theatre Company and the amazing cast of Five Kilo Sugar, which I've finally seen in its entirety. So that's very exciting for me. So can you all introduce yourself, Ariella? You speak. I'm Ariella and I'm the director of the show. My name is Michal Banai and I'm an actress. I play all the female parts in this show. Yeah, we'll come back to that in a minute because that's not entirely true, is it? You yes. kind of channel some men as well, man anyway as well. Hi, my name is Tom Slatter and I uh, play Gur Curran, the uh, writer of the uh, play. You're like the sort of anchor of the whole show, aren't you? Well, it, it's a wonderful play. It's uh, superb writing and um, I think it's all, all there in the way the Gur has written it originally. Uh, I'm Spencer Cowan and I play Yuad Riva. Now, what I, what I loved about this play is that actually you all get to channel, pretty well all of you get to channel Grandpa. And so it's like the past colliding with the present. You can't get away from it. That's why I absolutely love that. For two reasons. One, the reason I just said, and the other, just that it gives you the most incredible opportunities, all of you, to sort of morph into this figure from the past. So, first of all, um, who knows about, you know, the, a bit about the inspiration for the play? Who wants to talk about that? <coughs> so I think, um, as I understand from Gould, <laughs> the inspiration for the play was his... Uh, kind of um, saw a cat and he imagined his grandfather, his dead grandfather, speaking to him through the cat and kind of telling him, <laughs> yes, yes, and telling him that he's, a bit, that he's a bit disappointed or like or telling him something. And I think after that, he kind of said, okay, that's the beginning of the play. So there are biographical parts there. I guess that's kind of the grandfather character is probably very similar to his, in some ways, to his own grandfather and yeah. the story and the names of the people are all kind of correct and uh, so that's the idea of mockumentary that is really yeah. is taken from the real yeah. life. And none of you had to play a cat, I expect you're quite no. pleased, that's why the only thing you didn't have to do is you've done everything else but not played a cat really. So, so I just wanted to, it was like for a moment it was a bit like Hamlet but you know relocated to somewhere between Eastern Europe and Tel Aviv because, you know, it's like the sort of ghost coming back with a very small request compared to Hamlet's father's request, <laughs> I thought. So, Tom, I think you should explain the setup. Um, okay, so um, in terms of the setup of the story, you mean? Yeah, just... Yeah, so um, it's a story about a young man who um, is uh, essentially being uh, pursued by the ghost of his grandfather and uh, being told to try and change something that is being written about the history of the grandfather's past and he, the grandfather wants to have it changed to be factually correct. So, to, to me, as I said, it's this wonderful thing like you can be in Tel Aviv, you can be in, in a world you know, full of iPads and things like that, particularly in Tel Aviv, and yet you can't quite get away from the past, particularly Jews can't get away from the past. I think that seemed to be what it was about. And, and so I don't know if you all agree with that. You know, sort of, I've got a, I hope I've nailed it. I think also um, we see different characters in the play and the grandpa appears through those characters and it kind of shows that uh, nobody can forget their past. I mean, the, the grandpa's story come through so many different characters 
It just shows that all of us are kind of haunted by our past, by our grandparents' story, and um, a lot of Israelis are haunted by the Holocaust story. You're, I mean, you're half Israeli, is that right? No, I'm Israeli. You're probably Israeli. Okay, yes, okay. So it's very personal for you then, I mean. Uh, yes, I mean, my, my grandparents' story is different. It's a different story, but it is still a European, East European story from the war. Yep. Which, which doesn't, perhaps it doesn't matter how many generations we go down, we'll never forget it, you know, that people keep saying that we're several generations away from it now, and but you know, from the personal stories, but perhaps this is perhaps the playwright saying we aren't going to be able to shake it off and we shouldn't shake it off, probably. Anyone think? Well, I mean, what I think is, is quite nice is that even from a contemporary perspective, the things that we can find quite universal about them are even the, the, the contemporary characters, um, you, you, you know, clairvoyants and um, taxi drivers and things like that are still present in almost every society. So there's something, I think, quite universal about the, the contemporary elements of the play. It could be anywhere, really. It could be any story. Which brings me to, well, we're actually in London, and you're taking it to Edinburgh, this apparently innocuous thing to do with a, an Israeli play, but we don't know, do we? After last year's shenanigans, who knows what will happen? You have an incredible reception here tonight from an incredibly mixed audience. That's, I found that very heartwarming when they were really into it, which is, I think, something to do with the play. I thought also there's something to do with Tom, the way you started. You know, sort of, you've got this brilliant opportunity to engage with the audience, because that's what you do, isn't it? Yeah, um, actually that was something that I used to be quite scared of, is actually having to look the audience in the face while I perform. And having done this play, um, I actually love it now. I love having the opportunity to um, communicate with them and try and get them on my side and become my co-conspirators, as it were. So, it's great. Um, Ariella, you say Tixaret's there to try and, you know, sort of start this dialogue, continue this dialogue talk about coexistence this play is clearly doing it so I mean and you've directed it and it's, it's lovely the way you've directed it you know it's so intimate I mean and personal so do you think you can go to Edinburgh then and and you know sort of like ambassadors for what the relationship should really perhaps be be like yeah you know, be I don't know if ambassadors is the right word. You don't well, want don't to what, don't you know. aim to be ambassadors, but I think we aim to bring a bit of culture that you know kind of create a cultural exchange. Mm. So it starts from the kind of element of actors that coming from different cultures, some familiar, some not familiar, but even just from the process they get familiar, and uh, and then the audience that some of it has really direct connection Israeli, some Jewish, and some completely not. So everyone uh, takes something different mm. from it, and I think that's. A nice thing you understand it in different levels and laugh from different jokes in that mm. sense and like I think the nice thing with it is that some of it is really universal that so really talk to everyone mm. and that I think would come across in Edinburgh because Edinburgh is such an international audiences so I think I hope that was will be our try and our hope that it will be kind of crossing that kind of Oh no! So I was I was actually in Edinburgh last year during uh, playing in the same venue as the Israeli play that got shut down, and it was a very 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 sad moment, and there was a big delivery about it, um, and it wasn't an easy decision for the the festival um, kind of uh, coordinators to make, um, but it was to the safety of the other performers and blah blah blah. But the difference I think with this is that that show was was coming out in a very different time. 
you know, politically and, and globally. And I think that also, essentially, the message that came out from it is that we'll never let this happen again. And I do genuinely hope and think that this is that it won't. And I think we're going to take the show up there, and it's going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. And we're only there for like you know nine days, but it's going to be, it's going to perform well. And I love it because I'm not Jewish and or Israeli, and I think it's hilarious. So. Um, I think people all over the world read and watch plays by Chekhov, which are set in Russia, and plays by Shakespeare, which are English plays set um, each one somewhere else. But um, And you can connect to the stories and still learn something about the place where the play is set. And this is the same thing. I mean, everyone can connect with this story. It's a story that, you know, about grandparents about history about modern life but also you learn something about Israel which is nice but actually not very different from any other play well, I don't know how many taxi drivers there are elsewhere who are quite as learned and well-read as you're as an, yeah because it's, it's the idea of the Israeli the well-read Israeli taxi driver you know there are lots of lovely little jokes like that that you know really really work and and I loved your 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 dreadfully irritating student who says like this and like that and rolls your eyes. I think that's a universal one, mind you. Uh, yeah, I guess all students are a bit like that. <laughs> a Jewish princess, though, isn't she? A Jewish princess. Everyone's a Jewish princess. <laughs> Just a very, very quick word with you about being, being Israeli in London, Michal, or in, in Britain. Have you found it in any way... You know, uncomfortable, or, or do you just see yourself as coping brilliantly with it? Uh, no, um, I think whenever I say I'm Israeli, if anybody asks, um, they're actually very interested. I've never got any comments about it. Just people want to hear more and learn more, and I've never had anybody say anything bad about it. Actually, and then they meet her. And then it gets uncomfortable. <laughs> then it gets weird. You sound like you've all got a, a great relationship. You know, so you can have a wonderful time in Edinburgh, please. And will you report back? Will you keep in touch with us how you get on? Of course. We'll be happy to, yes. Well, we'll have a little catch-up with you, either during or after. Then. Fantastic. We'll be really happy to update you. Okay. Hope okay, it will well, be on, only, mainly positive. Only positive. Yeah. What's, the, what's the Hebrew for bon voyage? The Hebrew for have a great time. What... what Bahatzlacha. Bahatzlacha. It's more like Bahatzlacha. Yeah, it means good luck. Oh, yeah. But it also means. Because not Mazel Tov. So Bahatz. Bahatzlacha. Bahatzlacha. Have I got that right? Okay. Bahatzlacha to all of you then. Thank you.